0: take away any number of those and that 20,000 lead disappears. In other words, if you count the lawful votes, Trump won Wisconsin by a good margin. And
1: the vote tallies in the middle of the night after they've supposedly stopped counting. And that's when the Dominion operators went in and injected votes and changed the whole system.
0: The man once described as America's mayor appeared sweating with newly applied black hair dye rolling down his face. It wasn't a press conference, it was a clown show without any actual meaning or reality.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Muckrake Podcast. I'm JJ. Sex. I'm here with with Nick Houseland. I, I I can't even I can't even fake the enthusiasm. We we were talking before we started taping today. I'm so angry and frustrated. Uh, we we're, we're we're in the middle of a coup, man, and you know it's been haphazard. It's sloppy. It's stupid. Rudy Giuliani gave a press conference today with hair dye Ugh. rolling down his cheeks. It was so bizarre, but. It's gaining steam, it's gaining power, it's gaining leverage among the right wing. And we had... And, and and by the way, let's just let's say what it was today. This press conference, we have to talk about it. And my God, I wish we were talking about the future. I wish we were talking about a, a presidency beyond Trump and a life beyond Trump. They literally today accused the Democrats of paying foreign individuals and foreign companies to steal the election they have called for the election to be more or less annulled by electors or courts um, i I, I, I it's a coup nick i and, and i'm 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 so frustrated about how people are handling it we got to talk about that we got to talk about what's happening it is it's awful
0: just well, awful at least trump is hosting a buffet for all the michigan legislature who are, who are flying into dc tomorrow to discuss all of this Which has got to be the most unprecedented thing I've ever heard uh, to have local officials in the middle of an election, like, go to the White House, uh, you know, a man who was in the midst of what they're trying to, you know, certify. Um, And we already, it seems pretty clear that he had called them ahead of time to try and tell them to decertify in Wayne County. Um, It is. They almost did it. They almost did it. Yeah, they did it, and then they they reversed. And it's, uh, this is like the, you know, like a a parody movie, you know, that kind of becomes the movie they're trying to parody. And then all of a sudden, it just becomes something a lot darker. And, you know, like what was the movie, uh, the Italian movie about uh, World War II? Um, Life is Beautiful, where it kind of just all of a sudden just takes a serious turn and the whole thing just becomes very sinister. Uh, I would like to think that Rudy it's embar- Rudy is embarrassing himself. Embarrassing. And he's, he's like, there are moments I'm sure that we've all had tenuous graphs grasps on reality right there have been moments where we feel like we're losing our minds we can't we're not we're cloudy we can't quite well imagine that's what that's what rudy is 100 percent of the time he is just completely stuck in, the, in a state of confusion and i i really just embarrassment's the only word that comes to me when i'm watching him speak because he can't even put together sentences together and thoughts together rationally and complete them uh and this is all they have to be the spokesman for that this is why it's it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to understand what they're doing.
1: It's hard to talk about.
0: It's really hard to
1: talk about. Because, I, I, in, man, it, it's really hard because words fail to fully capture what's going on right now. Because there are equal parts of so many different things happening. We talked a, a couple episodes ago about the professional wrestling part of this and how it was a grift, but it could become real. Right, like they they they're just trying to raise a bunch of money, and they're trying to, you know, find their their narrative that will make them money and 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 secure them power in the future. They found it, and now they can't stop. They're just continuing. Meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani shouldn't be anywhere near a microphone or a TV camera. He's in a late life meltdown, and I've talked about this before uh, on here and on live streams, like. People talk left and right who know Rudy, and they're like, he's not well. And by the way, he hasn't been a great guy for a very long time. Nine Eleven gave him, you know, this this pulpit and this like mythical image. He hasn't been well for a while now. Um, the fact that he is, I guess, the lead lawyer on this entire thing uh, does not speak well for the effort. I'll just say that first and foremost. They they it. it this is scraping the bottom. Of the barrel right like in sports they, they, they have this idea of the replacement level player the, the the generic player who just gives you the average this is basement level stuff and if you watch this press conference and listen I know that we don't want to watch these things but you probably should if you haven't already go back and watch this debacle today Rudy embarrassed himself and on top of that, the lawyers for Trump basically screamed at the media and told the media that the people who fund their networks are the ones who are paying for the election to be stolen. I mean, and, and, and meanwhile, George Soros is getting brought up. Uh, Hugo Chavez is getting brought up. Uh, I mean, it is madness that they're talking. These people are untalented. They're unserious. They're incompetent. But it's still... Working. Think about that. Sure. How nightmarish is it that the parody of the grift, this bullshit coup, is still working? And I want to talk more about what I have seen among the right wing, both in the media and the followers, and what this thing is becoming and what it's metastasizing into. But think about that. It's a parody, it's laughable, it's incompetent, and it's still gaining
0: traction. That should keep you up at night. That's how serious
1: this thing is.
0: Well, there's, there's two things at work here because either they're platted, they, their only goal, or they have two goals, is one of them is just to, to convince the electorate that, they, uh, that there's a problem with the actual election itself and that you can't trust it or whatever that is, oh, and that maybe Trump is a rightfully, you know, uh, rightfully won. Which, by the way, Reuters did this poll, and you know half of the Republicans believe that that President Trump or Donald Trump won the election rightfully. 52 uh, percent. Yeah. It's, it, that now. That's that's so they've already won. If you want to look at it that way, they've already gotten yep. their goal. And I have a yep. feeling that that number will continue to go up. It longer they stretch this out. So, um, but the other thing that they're talking, obviously, tr- maybe perhaps trying to do is really that maybe they really are trying to pull this off and somehow get because it's not just Michigan. If they got Michigan to decertify, they don't win the election because the electoral college is still working yep. against them. Ironically. Um, and that sort of like, they, they walk around in court and, and, you know, okay, we watched, I watched the Rudy Giuliani press conference. So you listeners out there don't have to, if you don't want to, but you got it. I mean, some, he actually referenced my cousin Vinny and actually tried to speak. In, in that voice of Joe Pesci in My Cousin Vinny, that is how silly it was. While the hair dye is dripping down his face and the Trump people running the, the live feed are, are are caught on the hot mic, you know, calling him out on it and they're going to be gone by you know, the end of the today. But here's the thing. Rudy doesn't understand how going to sleep with Trump up and then waking up with him behind is possible. There's just no way that could possibly happen. Sidney Powell gets up there And sorry to say that in the middle of the night, after the the count had supposedly stopped, Dominion operators, somewhere out there, maybe they're in Venezuela. Wait, wait, wait,
1: time out, time out, time out, because we have to do something real fast. You just brought up Dominion. Unless, like you and I, who spend a lot of time monitoring this bullshit and looking around right-wing, fever dream, paranoid circles... Most Americans don't have the slightest idea what Dominion is. Could you explain it to our
0: listeners? Sure. It's just one of the companies that runs the software of uh, these ballot boxes.
1: It's just a company that runs the software on the ballots. It's not a big giant corporation that's trying to steal an election. It's not, um, um, oh, what is it? What S.H.I.E.L.D. fight? Hydra. It's right. <laughs> not a for, It's not some sort of nefarious group. It sounds bad because its name is Dominion. But it's just a ballot software company.
0: And, and they That's keep making it. up lies. They're not making it up. Some random person on QAnon or whatever is making up these theories now, about how... It's Ron uh,
1: Watkins. It's Ron Watkins who helps run QAnon, who went on OANN, looking like a moron, by the way. But he is not an expert. He read the manual for Dominion. And do you know what the manual for Dominion said? It said, if you need to change a ballot, here's how you change a ballot. And he's like, there it is! There it is! Right there! That's proof of a conspiracy, it's proof that the United States election is fraudulent, and they have taken it and run with it. It's it's, it's, it's it's the most insane place to have gotten it, from the QAnon people, the person who posts this QAnon. They have then turned this into the legal defense to annul the election results of the 2020 presidential election of the United States of America.
0: Right, and and they muddy it so much by like the it gets so ridiculous. Like uh, uh, Dominion is owned by their direct competitor, who is then owned by somebody else, and it's a Canadian company. But you know what? Actually, it's in Venezuela, and that, that that's where the server is, where they were able to inject votes in the middle of the night that changed the election. I mean, that, that this is where they're at, and they're with a the straight face saying it now. Sydney Powell. Who represented uh, Mike Flynn She's like, sounds like she's about to cry In this thing, to me She seems trembling when she's saying this To me it's because she can She's realizing that her credibility Is completely destroyed for the rest of her life Uh, Although that might have already happened a long time ago But um, she says things like Censorship, or no, I'm sorry, Rudy had said this Censorship is just as bad as what happened in the election This is censorship now This is disenfranchisement This is also like because the media isn't covering this properly It's censorship because of big tech And all these people are trying to hide this um, which again just preys upon people who are already been conditioned to feel this way because we've had a president for four or for five years now who's been ranting and raving about this with no proof. You know, they have a they, they brought in a person. Uh, their their main their their star witness in the in the courtroom thing that they're doing right now basically was like we're doing the recount in this is Atlanta and she's like all of a sudden there's just like ballots that feel different. I've been doing it for twenty years, and we're counting, recounting, counting you know, There's some I have bent edges and whatever. These came in; they just feel they, they felt too. They felt too pristine. Did you tell anybody about it? No. So what's the issue here? Ah, it didn't feel. It didn't feel right. Okay, that's their. That's that's their star witness. This is how bad it is, and and where the system is allowing this to be legitimized. I think maybe that's the bigger issue we have. It's faith. It's a religion.
1: It's a cult. I, I, it's something we've been talking about forever. These people do not believe that there is a reality where Donald Trump could have possibly lost the election. Not only, and by the way, Joe, Joe Biden won in a near landslide. In a near landslide. He won convincingly. Not only do they not believe that Donald Trump just squeaked it out, they think that this was a massive landslide for Donald Trump and that he just, he wiped the floor with Joe Biden because how could that not be true? How could that possibly happen? My eyes deceive me. It's a faith. It's deeper than anything approaching evidence. It is a religious devotion to Donald Trump and Trumpism. It's a cult, which is why this is part of fascism. They are so pissed off that their reality isn't shining through. They're willing to get rid of democracy to protect it. They're willing to hurt people to protect it. They're willing to kill people to protect it. That's what's happening here. And what they said at the press conference, they, they, this is what they said. First and foremost, is they're seeking relief in the states. Some states they want things recounted. Other states they they it's all over the place. Thank God this election wasn't closer because if there was a silver bullet, if there was one state, we'd be done. That'd be it. Just call it in. That's the end of democracy. Two thousand, you were great. We're gonna improve upon two thousand like that. That's how bad it'd be if it was one state or if it was close. They want a correction of multiple states or there's two other things that they want. They want electors in the Electoral College to overturn the will of the people. And by the way, they said this explicitly. They said that explicitly in today's press conference, which, you know, by the way, not not that I wrote a book called American Rule, which is all about how the elites in this country have have used the system to control people and, and, and maintain power. That's what the Electoral College actually is there for. It's to correct errors among the moron people who don't know what they're doing. It's an elitist, aristocratic tool for control. Number three, if those things don't work, well, how could you even count any of the ballots anymore? How can you trust any of the ballots? We don't know which ballots are real. We don't know, we don't know what results are real. So I guess that, ju- that just means the election is null and void. So I guess Donald Trump is going to be president for the next four years. That's literally what they said today. That's literally what they rolled out to the American people
0: today. If that were the worst thing they did today or what they've been doing, I might even be, I wouldn't be so concerned. But let's look a little bit more carefully about what they're, who they're accusing and where they're yep. accusing. Because this is pretty quite quite simply black people disenfranchised. This is Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta. Like and the way and the way they let these words you know seethe off out of their mouths as if they're you know and the way he talks about Philadelphia being the most uh, you know uh, corrupt place for for decades and decades. Interestingly enough, I don't know why he wouldn't include Chicago in there. That was the big one in 1960. You know, and why, so why would they? And you know, Obama and the whole machine. Why wouldn't that be the place that they are they're attacking uh, completely? You know, Chicago certainly voted for Biden in, in overwhelming numbers as well. So, this is something on, on another order that's that's really troubling because it preys on the racism that exists oh. in this country, but it preys on the racism that's the it's not overt. And so it somehow allows people to say, "Well, I'm not racist. I just think that only yeah. black cities aren't are corrupt." Um, it, that that's where it's insidious because the, you'll never be able to un, you know convince anybody that that's really what's going on here, and uh, and and then they'll never be able to have any self reflection or understanding of what they're really doing.
1: What what got rolled out today? It was actually kind of a, 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 amazing. Like. It was, it, was, it was white supremacist paranoia 101. It was the New World Order. It was the Deep State. It was po- Protocols of the Elders of Zion. It was, by the way, George Soros was all over this thing, the Jewish puppet master. By the way, and they even had to mention that he, like, quote-unquote, bankrolled Black Lives
0: Matter. <laughs> they also... Well, what reality are we in that Hugo Chavez... And George Soros are now on the same team, basically. They're what, like what, that. The,
1: what, what, no. <laughs> oh, Nick. Yeah, have, you, have you not been going to meetings lately talking about how to manipulate world affairs? Come on now. No, I mean, but, that's no, what.
0: The big Jew conspiracy, they, they have not included <laughs> me. Uh, and,
1: and that's But that's what they're saying. They're literally saying. And by the way, it's a triangle. I keep saying that. It is a triangle all the time. It's the Jewish puppet masters. It's the liberal traders within the country who are working with them. And it's the people of color who just, Nick, they're not smart enough to know any better, and they get manipulated, and that's why white supremacists, they don't hate people of color, they just wanna look out for them, it's a paternal bond. They wanna make sure that they're not being led around and told who to vote for and being manipulated into voting for the wrong people. That's why they need a literacy test before they go into the ballot booth, right? That's why they need to pay a little bit of money before they go into the in, into the vote. It's the triangle of white supremacist conspiracy theories, and that's what got rolled out today. And that's a dog, it's not even a dog whistle at this point. It's like when they put in a shunt, you know what I mean? Where it's like a direct line to the veins, and that's what Trumpism has done. It's like, fake news, deep state. QAnon, all of it is white supremacist paranoia and it invalidates anything that sets them back or anything that vilifies them and points out their obvious corruption and, and, and wrongfulness. And what got rolled out today was not just shameful. I say it again. It is an attempted fascistic coup, period, end of story. And people need to start calling it by its fucking name.
0: And you're not the one who is, is is putting all these pieces together. Giuliani is the guy who comes out and says all these things. He was saying that there's a centralized command... Across yep. all these things, he was trying to make it seem like, oh, you think the leaders in Philadelphia woke up by themselves and said, oh, we're going to steal this for Trump, uh, for Biden. And then the people in Detroit did it separately. Oh, I'll do that, too. And then, you know, in, in Atlanta. No, he literally came out and said that they're all completely and utterly centralized in, in, under a command center here. Uh, and, and meanwhile, the dream team. No, what did she call? Oh, uh, my goodness. the Ellis. Jenna Ellis called the team that they have in place to do this, uh, something like the Dream Team. I'll look it up in a second. Uh, That is just like, it's it's so embarrassing because the tone sounds right. They sound authoritative. They sound angry, kind of like how everyone else is sort of angry. And listen, if P- Trump had won, we'd all be angry. And there's that there's it's up to the surface where we're ready to do something. So we have to imagine that that's what the right is feeling. You know, they're they're feeling angry about this, and they're tapping into it, like you said, right into the veins. There's the, the information is not going to pass through the cerebral cortex no. and be no. and and be filtered at all, or thought about, or processed at all. No. It goes right into the. Uh, uh, whatever the, the instincts the, uh, the the lizard brain and, uh, and here we are And that's exactly why we have So many freaking people Who are completely convinced That President Trump w- Or Donald Trump I'm not going to call him that President Donald Trump won This election legally That's yep. what's so scary about it Because I think there is a, a huge section of Republicans That are going to shrug And say Yeah, you probably stole it But we you know, they all steal elections Here and there, whatever but we'll, And then we'll just deal with Biden That's fine So we have a lot of those too By the way Now, here's my problem, because I know I've said in the past, yeah, I don't trust these voting machines. You know, I don't trust what happened with Stacey Abrams in Georgia. And who knows? We've seen, you know, evidence of how easy it would be to hack these things. So here's my problem. I said that, too. I've said what they're accusing uh, the people having right now, uh, that that happened, too. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that. Yeah, but at least you had experts
1: who came out and said that that was what happened. Stacey Abrams literally had the election stolen from her. Brian Kemp, as Secretary of State in my state, Georgia, just disenfranchised strategically African-American voters around the state. What you're talking about with vulnerabilities. And by the way, like for the record, we've never gotten on this show and been like, they stole the election in 2016. They changed the votes. We don't know. I've heard rumors about it. I've talked to experts about it. But you and I are serious people. We're not going to get on here and push that shit to simply push whatever belief that we have or whatever we want because we take it seriously. Meanwhile, I've been I've been keeping way too close of an eye on right-wing media, far right uh, far-right ecosystems. I have to tell you, man, it's it's those people are done. They're just they're 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 gone. There, there, there are people, by the way, and I've said this before, I think there are people who voted for Donald Trump that at some point down the line, based on economic incentives or based on policy, I think eventually some point down the road they could look back and be like, I really kind of can't believe I voted for Donald Trump. Or at least maybe I'll consider voting for a Democrat. The people who are drinking the Kool-Aid at this point, they truly and honestly are ready for a civil war. They're ready for violence. They're ready for clashes in the street. I mean, I have to tell you, looking at American history, the only thing that I've ever seen that looks like this is the election of Abraham Lincoln. A moment where Lincoln, like most of the, or I think it was all of them except for maybe Florida. I think Florida might have been the only state in the Confederacy, or what would become the Confederacy, that Lincoln even appeared on the ballot in that election. They didn't believe it. They didn't believe that he should be president, and they were like, we do not accept this, and that's just what it is. And by the way, see you guys later. We're going to have a war here pretty soon. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: So you're talking about 1860 because 1864, they were in the middle of the Civil War. what well, there probably wasn't, wasn't an election, I'm assuming. I don't even remember what that no, was.
1: not there, there was an election. Okay. Yeah. But you're talking and about 1860. Actually, one, and actually one of the worst decisions of all time in that election— was that Lincoln? By the way, this is a little known fact, and this is one of the things that we get lost in American history. Lincoln did not run as a Republican for his reelection, he ran on what they called a unity party. And he ran with Andrew Johnson, who was a Southern Democrat. And he brought him in for the appearance of unity and then promptly got killed. And Johnson is one of the most racist human beings who has ever been president of the United States and completely scuttled Reconstruction and did a damning blow to Reconstruction. So, yeah, that was a big, giant thing that we have to remember. But in this case... It is the exact same denial. We've never seen anything like this. When we all said Donald Trump is not my president, that's not what we meant. It means he doesn't represent us. It means I reject who this person is. We can talk about the idea that voting machines got hacked or voter rolls or whatever. We can talk about that. No one's going out in front of it. And and Did you hear them? They were like, oh, this isn't election fraud. This is election official fraud. They pointed the finger today. They pointed the finger today at a group of people who did nothing wrong, Nick. They did nothing wrong. And there are people all around the country right now who are getting death threats, undoubtedly, Like oh, crazy well, extremists.
0: They, they, one of the fingers is pointed at Biden, too. The, the central command yep. is, is led by Biden, you know, yep. because, of course, he's the one who won. So he must be the guy that's been, you know, uh, coordinating everybody across these different states and whatever. Um it, it, it you know I, it's it, it COVID is another interesting thing that kind of hovers above all this stuff because it it might be keeping people out of the streets it might be keeping people sort of you know from interacting with each other and maybe avoiding some violence maybe uh, it certainly killed more people uh, and and you you have to imagine that the a lot of people that have been killed would be people who would be stirring this shit up because they don't believe in COVID and they and they're getting it because they don't believe in it um, and. You know, this is where we have to get into discussion about what this means as far as the transition, because as we all have seen, they're not really letting the transition happen. And this lady Emily from the GSA is is just being you know she's really under stress, Jared. She's really she's really feeling it. And um, uh, my concern is, you know, we heard all about 9-11 happened out of the delay of the transition, even though Richard Clark, I think, you know, downplayed that. So I I don't I'm not willing to say that. that Who who floated that? What was that? Was that something that people tried to say? But yeah, people have been saying that 9-11 could have been caught before it happened if they had had a smoother transition in 2000. They
1: caught it left and right. The quote, "It, it, it this should be inscribed on every 9-11 memorial, which is, the alarm system was blinking red. Everybody knew Bush and Condoleezza Rice and that whole gaggle of assholes didn't care is
0: that I had not heard anybody say that before that
1: makes me righteously angry
0: Oh yeah, I mean, well, and so Richard Clark comes out, who was the czar of terrorism back then, the, the different uh, roles back then. Wait, why
1: would why would Richard Clark who was the czar of terrorism, why would he possibly want to make up an excuse for why 9-11 happened? That's and, weird. And listen, That's bizarre. He, it's not he like was, he has a
0: reason. He's the only guy involved in that who actually accepted responsibility for what happened. Oh, so I, I give him the you know benefit of the doubt on that. But he said he you know he felt like there wasn't a, a huge turnover uh, in between them for uh, the heads, where it wasn't like a a, a big a, a big thing. That caused uh, a, a big break in communications and, and not stay up on what was going on. And you and you are right. The red the red lights were flashing the whole time. They had months and they almost put it together before it happened anyway. But the point being that now they're arguing the same kind of thing could happen now, even though it's only been two weeks, not a month, when we saw it back in two thousand. But the the COVID thing certainly seems to ring a lot of uh, alarms for me because they're not even letting the Biden team get their hands on the information. And I think that one of the reasons it has to be that if they got in there and started seeing internal memoranda, they would realize how incompetent, A, how incompetent the response has been, and B, how nefarious it might be. They'll probably end up finding correspondence that talks about herd immunity. I I think that
1: they would. But again... I hate to say it. I, I, I assume you've seen the same articles I have. Biden is telling everyone who will listen that he doesn't want to prosecute Trump. He has no desire to do it whatsoever, which is unfortunate but true. I, I think that they would find proof of that. I, I, I have a, a. And by the way, we'd be remiss if we didn't point out the fact that the official death count now is at a quarter million. A quarter million. Million, So either Trump doesn't care, obviously he doesn't, about trying to help people move on, or, and and, and and by the way, all accounts show that Donald Trump is still proceeding as if there will be a second term. They're hiring people, they're vetting people, they're releasing the documents, they're making the plans, they are all ready for a second term. Make of that what you will. And they're firing people. Uh, well, no, they, yeah, no shit. I have a question for you, um really quickly it's something i've been sort of chewing on but and and before i ask this question i just want to preface it our medias uh, i know this is shocking they're failing they are failing this moment just just as badly as you possibly can i did a live stream about this this morning um they they just the, the idea of being respectable and not being an alarmist has kept them from actually covering what's going on in this situation they they are failing in every regard do you think Biden should be talking about this more, or do you think that he should not talk about this? Because I've been I've been going back and forth on this quite a bit. Where
0: where what do you think about that? About prosecuting him? No, about this this attempted coup. Oh, just about the thing itself. I mean, yeah, he's sort of just ignoring it, right? He's like, "Don't worry, I'll be there soon." People are saying, "What what what, what are you going to say to the people who are so concerned about what's going on?" He goes, "Yeah, don't worry, uh, it'll be it'll all be okay." Um, I mean, I, I see why he wouldn't want to ratchet it up even hotter than it already is because that would. You know, if he wants to stir all the people on the left up you know, and all the right people on the right are already stirred up, you know, we get into a situation here where that's that becomes a, a, a you know a boiling kettle. So I, I could, I, I, It seems clear to me that he has every every bit of confidence that this will all play out, and it all it's all a bunch of silence or sorry, uh, sound and fury, and then it'll just end up signifying nothing. And that's certainly one way this could go, right? I, I mean, I'm not going to you know dismiss that out of hand, but. Um, I don't know because it's there's a political calculation here to what what the value would be to I guess call Trump out right in in uncertain terms. The thing about the media that you said is interesting because they are a little bit better about saying these are lies, right? Remember how they wouldn't yeah. even say he was lying in the 2016? 4
1: years Later, yeah, they finally started saying the word lie.
0: So, right, it's incredible. So, imagine like that, that's this is where they should have started four years ago. So, at this yep. point, what what he's saying, we we should be so far beyond that. Like he, we should be where you want them to be now. Had they started where they are now four years ago. So that – and that's the problem is uh, they're they're not willing to to do their job and they get attacked anyway. I guess that's the point. They might think that the the media, whatever the media means, probably thinks, well, we we really need to do this right. We need to have standards. We need to do whatever. It doesn't really matter because um, they're going to be accused of all these things anyway, just like the the, democratic politicians. You're going to be accused of being a socialist no matter what you say. So you might as well just say what you really mean, you're right? And really Nick, go out there with what your platform really is, instead of trying to hide anything. That in case someone accuses you of something,
1: Nick, they came out today and and claimed, I mean, without any basis whatsoever, that the people who own the media companies paid to steal an election. They said that today. They said that today. After four years of the media being like. Well, uh, Trump has been playing games with the truth lately. Trump made a racially divisive statement today. Like, after four years of playing footsie with this stuff, they came out today and said that they paid to steal the election. And I talked about this earlier today. There is, and, and, and again, just to put my own personal spin on it, I've been, I've been sounding the alarm on this bullshit for four years. I have seen multiple times, I've seen my career lose opportunities because I'm an alarmist. Because I said Donald Trump was a racist, fascistic guy who would not accept a defeat in an election. And you have to, you have to be in a very narrow lane. Right there there's respectability like they were fine publishing me before I started calling Trump a fascist and then like oh and then they bring me back a few years later and all of a sudden they're like the F word people are talking about it and it's like yeah no shit people so there is an economic incentive for these people not to call this thing what it is that's allowing it to grow and it's happening And, and, and by the way you know who doesn't worry about that stuff Fox News. Fox News doesn't worry about that stuff. Meanwhile, Fox News has even more respectability than Newsmax and OAN and OAN How many Ns can we get on there, right? I, I I was watching these things uh today in the past couple of days. Man, they're getting on they're like today's headline Joe Biden has stolen the 2020 election and what are patriots going to do about it? And I mean that. They they they're reporting QAnon stuff and calling it QAnon. Fox News doesn't say QAnon. Fox News is like, people are talking about. uh, uh." They're like, no, QAnon has a new post today. I mean, that's who they are. And that's where this thing is going. And they're losing Fox News because they refuse to just say outright that Joe Biden, which by the way, Newsmax just calls him Beijing Biden. Period. That's how they refer to him. And every time it's obvious it's been handed down. That's where we are. That's where we're going. This thing isn't getting better. It's getting worse. And it's getting worse by the hour.
0: Well, and you know it's getting worse because Fox News is hemorrhaging uh, viewers. Uh, They already were having trouble with sponsorships for their later night uh, shows because they are so polarizing and Tucker Carlson says some of the worst shit of all time and these big corporations are pressured to have to pull out and I don't blame them. Uh, So now what they're doing, apparently they put Tucker Carlson in charge of some version of programming during the daytime stuff, which we've said before is somewhat relatively reasonable. Their daytime programming tends to be relatively, you know, the fair and balanced... Fox and, yeah, after after Fox, Fox and Friends, yeah. After Fox and Friends, forgive me. In between the yeah. Fox and Friends and Hannity and and all those guys, so but now they have Tucker Carlson being able to like control some of the programming. So now they're injecting Tucker's little monologues in there and little news tidbits. Or excuse me, I said news, but I didn't mean that. Uh, his his segments into their news segments. His white
1: supremacist variety hour content.
0: Yeah, and then Hootenanny, and they um <laughs> and they have to uh, respond to that in the midst of their news. And so now it's blurring lines. I'm not even sure how that helps Fox News at all because of of the polar, how how polarizing uh, these guys are to the advertisers and but I guess what they need to realize is, is like shit we got to get back some of these Newsmax people and how we do that well Tucker you know Tucker will get them back for us and Hannity will get them back and and um, and Ingram will get them back for us it must be that's the only solution the only reason why they'd be doing this uh, it's just the whole thing is just disgusting um, I. I- I just want to tell our listeners,
1: and, and, and again, like Nick was saying, like we watch this stuff so you don't have to. We'll let you know what's going on, so don't give them ratings or whatever. I was watching Newsmax. Their main ad right now, I was telling you this before we started recording, their main ad right now begins with a picture of a fox. Like an actual legitimate animal fox. And it goes... You need more than a fox keeping an eye on the liberal media. And then all of a sudden it cuts to all of their programming and meanwhile the most propaganda heavy pictures and video of Donald Trump. I mean it they are auditioning to be Trump TV. They're auditioning to be state run propaganda material period. They are going after Fox. OANN is going after Fox. Like, they, they, they are open about it. Like, they are just guns blazing about how Fox News is fake news, it's part of the deep state, all this stuff. Meanwhile, Fox News, and, and we've talked about this, there was no way that they could stop. They're going to be drug further right. I think a lot of these people are never going to go back to Fox News. Maybe they'll tune in for uh, Tucker Carlson's White Supremacy Hour and Hootenanny, but they're not going to stay there. Right? They're always going to be very wary of them. So they're hemorrhaging, but they're still going to go right. And what happens to the other millions who watch Fox News? They're going to go right as well. This will not stop. It's not going to just end. It's only getting worse.
0: I have nothing else to add to that.
1: I don't either. I, 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 I want people to hear this because again, we don't want to bullshit people. Like we'll we'll celebrate when it's time to celebrate. And we'll have a good time when it's time to have a good time. Things are getting bad. Things are, th- 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 things ain't great, Nick. Things ain't great. Not good, Bob. Uh, not not good, Bob. Uh, we're we're I again. Knock on wood. I do not want to do an emergency podcast this week.
0: Yeah. I just,
1: no. I just I just I just don't. don't stray uh, far program- away from that computer program <laughs> Programming alert for next week. We haven't talked about it. We're not gonna we're not gonna record an episode on Thanksgiving. Oh, no, we're not doing that. I mean, no, probably not. Yeah. So we're gonna do one episode next week, possibility of a bonus episode. This week, if you're looking for something to listen to, uh, we recorded an hour and a half plus deep dive <laughs> into Forrest Gump and the history of America and cinema and reality. Uh, that is available for Patreon uh, subscribers over at patreon.com slash Uh Bonus content's over there as well. I thought it was a pretty good episode. I, I walked away feeling pretty good about it.
0: Oh, I thought it was great. And I think that the response so far has been great in the uh, comments. So, uh, yes, for sure, if you're not a patron, you should check it out because – uh, there's just so many things that are going on in this movie, and I think that it'll make you either reappreciate it or underappreciate it or or like it more or not like it more, but it'll make you think about a lot of the different things that happened in that movie that you probably didn't consider. Uh really worthwhile.
1: Yeah, so again, hopefully knock on wood, no emergency podcast, hopefully the coup will just maybe maybe we'll come in on Monday to tape for Tuesday's episode and it'll just be like It'll be over. It'll 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 be like a what 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 is it you put you put it in the in the oven and then it, it either rises or it goes kaput like a like a bad it. quiche oh. like a bad quiche it'll just
0: right phew. either that or it'll, we'll
1: be at war with Iran or we'll be at war with Iran you know God don't put that in the universe you you predict their Iran shit so well that I don't I don't I don't like that I don't I don't like that coming out that doesn't feel good.
0: I'm telling you, he hasn't done it because people talked him down. Well, just get rid of those people, and then you can do it. And that's that might be what's happening.
1: Oh God! All right, everyone. Uh, if you need us until <laughs> Happy then, if you need us until then, you can find Nick over. At can you hear me, SMA? You can find me at Wes Sexton. My God, holy shit! People, stay safe.